Hello and welcome to our discussion on risk-free investments in a rising inflationary environment that is sponsored by PSG Wealth. Now, what was hoped to be short-lived transitionary inflation has turned into stubborn and sticky inflation for many economies around the world. In this podcast discussion powered by PSG Wealth, our guest reflects on the impact of the rising inflationary environment on portfolios that require allocation to conservative assets such as cash, that are heavily influenced by inflation, especially sharply rising inflation. Amriwa Gavaza, business writer with the Business Day and Financial Mail, and I'll be your host for this fascinating conversation. Now, joining me today is Nodev Desai, who is the head of sales over at PSG Wealth, who will unpack the relevance of cash-like investments for client investment portfolios. Nodev, greetings to you today. Hamadiwa, thanks for having me today. I think just uh, for us uh, to get going, we've already highlighted the fact that around the world, inflationary risk, inflationary concerns seem to be the flavor of the day. It's a big concern for many people, and it's not something that's limited to just South Africa. And even before we got into some of the geopolitical tensions that people are currently facing, this had been something that people were flagging even last year. In fact, the big question at the moment to begin the discussion is, are cash, money market funds, and other fixed income portfolios risk-free, particularly given the environment that we're in right now? Hi, Madiwa. Yes, it's a very good question because if you, some of us who have been to first-year university in finance, they teach you that the risk of fixed income assets is not volatility, but actually default. So the quality of the guarantee or the risk-free nature of your investments is only as good as what the promise is of the counterparty. And so what does this counterparty risk look like? So it talks to time. So if there's no sort of deviation between yesterday and today, then hopefully you have no problems with getting your money back. But as soon as you start looking at three months, five months, a year, 10 years down the line, at uh, fixed deposits, etc., that people typically then consider to be fixed risk-free assets. A lot can change in that environment, and as such as the environment that we're currently in, where we've got rising inflationary environment and interest rates that try to pull in that heated inflation of economies. And so the risk is that capital is not necessarily capital risk-free, and investors need to be very wary about what it means to have a risk-free investment. So one of the things that one needs to think about is the quality of your counterparty risk. So those are measured whether they're investment grade or sub-investment grade assets, how long the investment period is that you think of locking your money into a fixed investment portfolio. And thirdly, if you think about some of the environments that are out there, we think about Germany until, let's say, a year ago, and other developed markets around the world, in uh, risk-free assets, you were actually getting negative yields. So what you put in today, you were actually going to get out less in the future. And these kinds of environments, people say, well, it's short-lived, it's abnormal, doesn't happen. But guess what? It's been like that in Japan for decades now. So the idea that you will always get your money back is something that one needs to just understand a little bit more. 
No, most certainly. And there's a lot to unpack there simply because cash has always been one of those things that people try by all means not to sit on, especially if you are one of those people who believes that money should be working for you. So for the fact that we're even talking about cash and cash-like investments sort of shows us the fact that these are not to overstretch an overly used term. These are unusual times. So from that point of view, then, what kind of investment need, right, if any, should cash actually be catering for in this environment? Yes. So at PSG Wealth, we look at cash and cash-like portfolios as two areas that one can think of from a financial planning perspective. So the one is transactional. So that is where you need money on a very short-term basis. Um, you may need it over the next day or the next month, and you actually need working capital. And that is where conservative, low-risk, low-term due to, to maturity duration portfolios are perfect. But for a lot of people, they have cash for an emergency. They may have cash that they may only need within a year's time, or they would prefer not to have exposure to markets for those shorter-term type of periods. And for that, we term those kinds of investments, transitional allocation to assets. And for that, you then are not starting to look at cash because in that sort of environment, people start thinking about yield and what sort of yield they can get out of their portfolios. And that is where you start introducing those risks that we were talking about earlier. Will your counterparty be there in a year's time or whenever you plan on pulling in, let's call it investment, in order to get your capital and yield back? And we need to think about cash as two components, one being transactional, which is that very short-term nature, and one is transitional, which is where you may need to withdraw that cash within the short term and it's not to be used for purposes of beating inflation but you are still trying to beat the conservative assets that you find in it let's say a money market fund or a three-month type of deposit mm -hmm. yeah no it certainly sounds like uh, quite an interesting space to be in because one is then thinking about how do you balance that aspect between being somewhat liquid uh, but also at the same time having that money working for you in a way that is minimizing your risk as much as possible. And one of the things that uh, tends to come up quite a bit, even outside of cash and cash-like investments, just general world of investment, particularly in the South African environment, is whether a person should be keeping their money in South Africa or whether they should be perhaps putting their money offshore somewhere. And I think that leads nicely to the question of what are the differences between local cash assets and those from developed markets like the U.S. and how should South African investors actually be thinking when it comes to these two versions of risk-free assets? Perfect. So if we look at that first part, that very short-term need for cash, the transactional one that we were talking about earlier, that's typically where you need stability for your, your capital. And if you think about that being a three-month period and you need your money in with capital certainty within the short term, let's say three months, and you need it in South Africa, make sure that you are investing that money into a South African fixed income type of portfolio. Should you need that capital to be working for you within another market, such as maybe the UK or the US, then it makes sense to have an allocation of your money towards those sorts of currencies. And so when you think about what I've just said, your biggest risk in, in, or determinant in making this decision is where you need that money in the short term. 
And that should determine whether you should have your money in South Africa or whether you should have your money offshore. If we look at the further field and, we, and we're looking at more transitional ca capital, it's the same story in terms of what do you need this money to do for you. So if you need this money to eventually come back to you in South African terms, then you need to think about the biggest risk on that money is not what, what you spoke about earlier, you know, your counterparty risk, etc., but actually your currency risk. And so if you're a South African investor and you would like to get some sort of diversification portfolio, the last place you actually need to be thinking about in a year's time is actually diversifying your portfolio offshore. Because the biggest risk to that portfolio is going to be currency risk. And you can see just in the last two weeks how the rand to the dollar has whipsawed between going to one of the best levels that we've had in a couple of years to levels we've seen that last a couple of years ago. So that uncertainty, I don't think conservative investors who typically invest in cash would like exposure to. And so if you are a South African investor with a South African need, South African fixed income assets are probably where you need to be allocating the majority of your assets. It certainly makes sense from that point of view. And now when a person is not thinking about investing their money in other countries or other international money markets of some sort, now you have to be thinking about the RAND and all of the different factors, usually exogenous, that tend to affect the currency levels from that point of view. And that introduces the little bit of complexity. But I guess when you're looking for returns, that is part of what just needs to be done out there. So so moving on then, Nodev, looking at all of that, we've now discussed what it means to hold cash, what it means to have money-like type of investments in South Africa, the offshore type of risk, currency fluctuations, etc. Are these cash and cash-like portfolios the only place to invest for income-seeking investors? Because someone might be thinking that I'm only limited to these types of portfolios. What else is out there in the universe? So the first question that an investor needs to ask themselves is, do they have sufficient capital in order to withdraw an income, in order to have certainty that they will have that required income for a specific amount of time? And typically, you know, that will say be post-retirement or someone is looking to allocate an amount of capital for a specific amount of time where they take sabbatical, etc. And the interesting thing is that when you start thinking about the bigger need, then there may be other asset classes that one can invest in that can keep pace with inflation, beat inflation, and one can get diversification away from just only investing in fixed income assets, where the one certainty you have is that you're going to at best be getting yields around inflation. And so when you think about it that way and you're needing that sustainability of your income that beats inflation, you need to start thinking about growth assets as an alternative. And within growth assets, there are definitely opportunities to earn an income and to find alternative yields to fixed income. That one is property. So property, there is definitely certainty around how income is produced from, from tenants, as well as other projects that listed property and other property investments invest in. Secondly, from a equity portfolio, so listed equity, you get companies that have a dividend-seeking bias, and their focus is to produce sustainable dividends as part of their policy. And so investors can find ways to make sure that they beat inflation with allocation towards growth assets, as well as making sure that they also are having allocation towards very conservative assets on the fixed income side for the short term.
The one of the big things that then comes through from something like that is the fact that there are all of these different options on the table. And I think the property one that you've just highlighted, because you can be generating some type of an income. And as long as that comes through, then at least you have that option to be able to withdraw some type of cash out there. So you're not limited from that point of view. So how do you then mitigate the risks of the effect of a sharply rising inflationary environment on client investments. I'm sure this is a question that has been coming up quite a bit in your work. Thanks, Mudiwa. So at PSG Wealth, what we try to aim to do is make sure that clients have a stable a capital profile with also a stable an income profile. And in order to do that, we look for fixed income managers that make sure that they are invested appropriate for their investment style that can find advantages within the fixed income environment within the market cycle that we are in. And as we spoke about now, specifically in developed markets, we are in a sharply rising inflationary environment. They often say when the US sneezes, South Africa catches a cold. So whatever happens over there, you know, we're probably going to have similar kind of after effects happening on our side. So our fixed income managers make sure that they are invested appropriately to be able to achieve the fixed income needs of our investors. And the second thing we aim to do is to make sure that our clients understand what is an appropriate investment time horizon to be invested to achieve those yields. And as we move to the steeply rising inflationary environment, what you actually want is to be, from a technical point of view, on the short end of the curve. And that means that as rates rise, you actually are increasing your yields that you're getting out of a short-term dated portfolio to increase with the interest rates that are coming out of the market. And that way, you're participating as you are are not locking yourself into long-term duration where you may find yourself on the wrong end of that curve and not able to get out and achieve the better yields that may come out as interest rates start increasing. Now, to sort of round up everything, because I think we've uh, sort of walked along this journey about what it means to hold cash and money-like uh, investments out there in South Africa, also South Africa, and then just thinking about the alternatives as well that people can also get into. Does PSG Wealth actually sit and help clients when it comes to the aspect of how to allocate around these things? Because part of the aspect is deciding when does someone actually get into cash-like investments. So does PSG help clients to actually time the allocation of cash versus other types of investments such as being in the equity markets or other types of growth assets? Very much so, Modiwa. So what we aim to do is to not look at an investment goal in isolation. We think holistic financial planning is the way to understand where cash forms part of your holistic portfolio, as well as what you will need today, add into the future, and possibly into generations to come. And so if one thinks about that holistic financial plan, there will be an allocation towards growth assets that are needed and are very beneficial for specific financial planning needs. And so what we try to do from a fixed income perspective is to manage the short-term cash liabilities and requirements that clients have and then allocate towards making sure that clients have the best chance of beating and matching inflation holistically, and especially by including growth assets into their portfolios. But what that does mean is that clients are, as we all are, we are fallible to the noise that is out there. And when we see an environment like we had in March 2020, when the COVID pandemic hit, 
and we had the fastest fall of in equity markets ever, we want to make sure that we hold clients' hands through times like that and that it is time in the market that is going to make sure you beat inflation and achieve your investment objectives. And so what we aim to do is to have a cash flow analysis for clients to make sure that they get comfort around the fact that they will only need to touch portion of their investments at a specific time so that there is time for those assets to recover as we go through short-term volatility within the market. And what we do with a strategy like that, we call it a bucket strategy. We allow, say, five to seven years for a balanced type of mandate. And if clients are, are wanting to be invested in equities, we look at an appropriate term that we can invest in those equities, but also then balance out to that risk that clients require for the short-term income needs. And that's where cash becomes a very important component in a client's holistic financial plan. And this philosophy that we engage our clients on this cash flow management analysis in holistic financial planning has been great for us. You know, it's been why our business has won the IntelliJex Wealth Manager of the Year three times in a row. And it's because clients feel that they have comfort around how we help them navigate volatility in markets. And who knows, we could very much be going through a period like that. And it's going to be about having a plan that clients are comfortable with, that they can stick to. That's going to mean that they will be meaningfully invested in cash versus growth assets. Mm. So you heard it there. We were talking to Nadev Desai, who is the head of sales over at uh, PSG Wealth, who actually helped us to unpack the relevance of cash-like investments in uh, client investment portfolios. One of the key things that we were discussing is what's actually going on right now, the inflationary environment that's actually leading a lot of investors to be thinking about liquidity because of a lot of the risks that are going on out there. The risk of inflation was something that had been flagged even last year before some of the things that are happening today in terms of geopolitical tensions and also at the same time the interest rate environment that uh, the world does find itself in. So from that point of view, he's also just talking about the fact that cash is one of those things that people do need to be considering and especially cash-like investments. But when you're thinking about that, one of the key ones is thinking about whether or not you want to keep your money invested in the local markets or whether you want to maybe take advantage of some of the opportunities that lie in international markets. But for people that do something like that, then have to be factoring in some of the currency fluctuations that may ultimately affect the type of returns that you do end up having for your investments. So that's been our podcast on risk-free investments in a rising inflationary environment that is uh, sponsored by PSG Wealth. Thank you so much to Nerdev for sharing his insights with us. I've been your host, Muriwa Gabaza, business writer with the Business Day and Financial Mail. Remember that you can subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, player.fm, Pocket Cost, or wherever you choose to get your podcasts.